You're listening to the Take Him With You podcast with Rick and Amy on the Stitcher Radio Network. Welcome to episode number 259 for February 16th, 2014. I'm Rick. And I'm Amy. And you're listening to the Take Him With You podcast. throw our power out <laughs> as we're recording it's right quite stormy out i haven't noticed yeah it's because you have all these nifty ugly soundproofing curtains around you you've been in the studio most of the day i don't think they're ugly uh well they kind of remind me of star wars that's not ugly hmm yeah i guess i mean they kind of have like darth vader on one side and stormtroopers on the other happy valentine's day Happy Valentine's Day, dear. But it's already over now. We were going to put out a Valentine's special and we didn't. No, we got busy and we had unexpected company. And by the time we would have had time to do it, we were just too wiped out, tired, (laughs) and wanted to go to sleep. And then I thought, well, maybe we'll do one midweek, you know. But we never got the time to. It just was crazy. So here we we are. But we made the time to celebrate Valentine's Day together. Yeah, we'll talk about our Valentine's celebration. And uh, then today we're going to be reviewing a couple of different movies and talking about them. And our subject today is, uh, what do you think about war? It'll be interesting. So So it's around Valentine's, you know, love and war. I guess. Yeah. Stick around. We'll be right back. you like sci-fi, collectibles, gaming, and robots? Because we do. This is Sean. And this is Bridget. We're the Vanderloos, the hosts of The Rusted Robot, a new weekly podcast. Find us in the iTunes store or at therustedrobot.podbean.com. Get rusted today. Robots. Cyborg. Androids. Oh my. Rusted Robot. There you go, brand new podcast that's been out. It's kind of fun. Yeah, I haven't got to listen to it yet. You really need to. to. You, you'll you like it. It's very geeky. Very geeky. I like geeky podcasts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And speaking of podcasts. Yeah? Did you know that I was on a podcast this last week? Mm, I think I remember you saying something. Oh, I can't remember what it was. You told me about you had... I got to talk about my five most favorite Star Trek songs. Yes, I remember us discussing them. That's why I knew. Because you asked me what they would be, and I was like, huh? It's a a podcast on this cool network, and I'm trying to remember the name of the network. I I should know it. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Well, anyway, it's called Melodic Treks Mm -hmm. with my friend Colin from England. That does the show, and he talks about <coughs> Star Trek music and does in-depth reviews of it. And he started this um, special segment on the show. Uh, every once in a while, he'll interview people that are composers mm-hmm. and songwriters, and get their favorite music from it, and then play parts of it mm-hmm. while they talk about it. And we had a great time, and and madness ensued. And you can go check it out. Mm-hmm. Just type into Google. Melodic Treks podcast. And they played one of my favorite Star Trek pieces, I imagine, because you said the inner light with the little. That is thing. correct. I like that part. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, you can go to it. Let me see. Let me see if I can find the website if people want to go and visit it. Yeah, it's the trek.fm, Trek FM network. So you just go to trek.fm. And look for melodic uh, melodic treks, mm-hmm. 
and you'll find uh, I'm episode number four. Cool. From the motion picture to Gamma Hydra. You actually have a song about Gamma Hydra. They form. play it on the show. Ah, that at the makes end. sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, anybody who wants to listen to that, if you like Star Trek music, you'll enjoy that. Yep. So I interviewed it a while, uh, uh, a couple weeks ago. I, I like their little logo because it, it has a um, Enterprise mm-hmm. ship, but the body of the ship, the main part, is the That'd be shape, the saucer section. The saucer is a... <coughs> ALP record. A lot of people don't know what that means. A vinyl record? Well, I guess a lot of people do know what that means. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, LP is different than a 45. Do you know what LP stands small, for? Long play. Wow, you do. Yes. Made out of vinyl. Mm-hmm. And it spun around on a... And it was easy to scratch. You had to put the needle down very carefully. Yeah. Yes. You know why dentists have such a problem with... Uh, Old records and LPs. Why? They can't get them to go on the spindle because they're fill. They always fill the holes. Huh. Okay. You get it? Yeah. You didn't laugh. Yeah, because it wasn't funny. <laughs> so while we were while we were on break, we watched the lightning and then thunder. Yeah. Heard the thunder, mm-hmm. and now our cat's meowing. Actually, I didn't hear the thunder. Did, I did. you hear it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I guess. I guess I have had my headphones on. I have a feeling we're going to hear it again. Our daughter is gone tonight. She is uh, at a classic old movie theater Mm -hmm. over in Hoquim. About a half an hour away. Watching A Princess Bride on the big screen. Mm -hmm. Screen. Spreen? On the big screen. She went with one of her friends, and then they're going to come back here for a sleepover. What? I didn't know that. Why do you think she cleaned her room? <sighs> she doesn't usually clean her room. For Nobody told herself. me we were having a sleepover. It's just going to be one friend, I think. Yeah, Because the other friend she invited was in Olympia today and didn't get the text till late. Okay. So, yeah, just one extra kid. No biggie. Well, since we've had two weeks, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on that we could talk about tonight. Yeah. But um, one of the things in particular is you get your car fixed pretty soon. Yes, finally. I think maybe last time we talked, I think I had just been hit, but it had been a couple of weeks before we got the insurance all straightened out. And yeah, now the parts have been ordered. The they're ins- here already. They're, they're here, and on Monday I get to go pick up a rental car and yeah. get start getting my car fixed. Boy, Yay. first world problems. You know it. It really isn't. Like you said, it's a first world problem. Most people don't really have cars, you know. I mean, well, in a that's lot of not places. True. Well, probably half the world. A lot of people don't have cars. A lot of people don't. But here we do, and that's but, how we get yeah. around. And and where we live, I, we've said this before, we live halfway in between two towns. And then I work in, I don't know how many different towns, like. Four or five. A lot of different, different towns. towns mm-hmm. Six different towns. Mm-hmm. So I drive a lot. So yeah. I I can't do my job without my car. But the nice part is, even though they ran into your car, it was drivable. So yeah. that kept us from having a lot of problems. Except for when I made a left turn, it made weird noises. But the tire place said it was okay. Yeah. It was just bumping against the mud flap that it got bent. So I wonder what kind of rental car you're going to get. As long as it runs, I really am not that picky. I hope it's cool. Yeah. I think you're more into cars than I am. Yeah, I like cars. Yeah. On the farm, my dad just had a saying, it just has to run. It doesn't even have to run well. And my my <laughs> saying would be, it just has to have a great stereo. And yeah. that's really all. It's nice to have it um turn over and get you places well that helps too, to yeah. run and, and actually that's a given yeah but i remember we we grew up with different kinds of vehicles though because i grew up with hand-painted farm trucks <laughs> and your mom and dad they used to have fancy cars they had nice cars yeah they had a camaro and a a little um what they call those i can't remember what they were called now it's been so long yeah. I'm old. I can't yeah. remember these things. I remember they had a, a like a 280ZX or something uh-huh. yeah. with a T-roof 
Yeah. Fancy roof on it. Mm-hmm. Now they're driving a minivan. <laughs> but, and that's a long story. But, yeah, they, they've they had a couple minivans, actually. After they got grandbabies, they stopped. Getting well, they, sports cars. They had a sports car before they had a grandbaby. And they had that one for till just recently, actually. They had it for a long time. But um, once they started getting a bunch of grandchildren and wanting to take them to the zoo, they they start buying minivans. Yeah, that helps. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if we get grandbabies someday, we might have to go back to get, getting a minivan, I guess. <laughs> but right now, we've been plodding along in our PT Cruiser. Guess what? What? I won a prize. You did? What? I got the DVD or Blu-ray Frank and Weenie. Yeah. I, do I have to watch that with you? What do you mean? Do you have to? Don't you want to? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> I want it on Tales from the Mouse House. Oh, okay. Well, at least it's cool people that do the podcast with alan joyce hi alan i like joyce. alan joyce even though i'm not sure if i like frank and weenie or not frank and weenie <laughs> i've never watched it i don't even know what it, it's about i think is it about a a boy that makes his dog come back to life like a i don't know frankenstein dog frank and weenie <laughs> i don't know yeah i'm not sure either yeah so um, valentine's day this year yeah we we're so old. We got we're, really we're practical. We're really smart in our old age. I don't know, but I, it actually was nice. Oh, um, it was awesome. We decided that instead of going out on the fourteenth, uh huh, we would go out the night before. So we went to dinner, and we had the restaurant basically to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then we went to the movies and w- watched uh, the Monuments Men with like ten people in the theater. Uh huh. And then the next night. And when we went out to dinner, there was like only one other couple in the restaurant with us. Yeah. And so it was like we almost had the restaurant to ourselves, the movie theater. So the food was perfectly warm and hot. It It was was really yummy. We went Uh to Thai food. Which usually you don't really, yeah, yeah, aren't really in a Thai food. You did that for me. But you got something you really liked. You had shrimp that you said were really fresh. That freshest shrimp I've ever had in a restaurant. Yeah. You know, they probably just got fresh shrimp in that day to get prepared for for valentine's Valentine's day Day, i bet i don't know yeah but it was and i had um you know yeah pad thai Mm -hmm. that always i always think of pad thai from uh the inner light in star trek when i hear Mm, that pad thai pad thai well i enjoyed my it was so fresh that when you bit into it the shrimp wiggled a little bit oh okay gross they already look like bugs to me so i'm just joking I wouldn't eat raw shrimp. No. Okay. So, Sushi. So what is? So we went and saw the Monuments Men. Yeah, and then, uh, but I was gonna say the next night, uh-huh. my son texts me, uh-huh. Andrew, and says there's an hour and a half wait at Red Lobster, so we're just gonna go to Ocean Palace. Got to there, and there wasn't any room there either. Wow. You know, there's no. Um, there's on on Valentine's Day. It is such a scam. But a lot of people make a lot of money on that day. I heard billions of dollars they do. Well, and it was a Friday night, too. So, you know, people probably could feel like they could stay out a little later if they didn't have to work the next day. But we just stayed home. and I made a really yummy dinner. Yeah, it was good. With mushroom reduction sauce Mm -hmm. that I poured over the chicken and over a filet mignon. I had the chicken. You had the... A tiny little lobster tail. They were selling a steak and lobster at the store for $5. That's cheap. Was it? They were $5 each, right? right? The little chunk of lobster right. and, the, and the little steak were $5 each. But you got but to... But I don't eat either steak or lobster, so I had a little chicken tender. Catherine and I had chicken. I think she had a bite of your steak and your lobster. So we actually had Valentine's dinner on Valentine's with our daughter. But and asparagus. I made asparagus. Asparagus and a baked potato. Yes. So it was a, a gourmet yeah. meal. And it, and we didn't have a weight. It was fresh. You cooked at home. Yeah, it was nice. And, um, yeah, our other son, or someone posted on Facebook that there were several restaurants around town that had... People waiting in line for uh-huh. hours outside trying yeah. to get in, which is really weird for Aberdeen. But, yeah. you know, I guess it was Valentine's Day on a Friday night. So, yeah. 
But um, but yeah. So we, we stayed had, home though, and then we home. watched uh, we watched the movie Ender's Game. Yeah, we just watched it off TV. Um, no, it wasn't off TV. We rented it. We rented it on in HD. In HD on the too expensive, but they didn't have them at Redbox. But you know what? We we usually would try to go to Redbox, but it, they didn't have it when we looked. Um, it had already been rented out, but it was five ninety nine rental. But Catherine, you and I watched it, mm-hmm. and. You know, we'd almost spend that much in gas going to the movie theater, and then we'd spend another thirty, forty dollars at the movie theater. So, so we're going to talk about. Uh, it was a pretty good deal watching it at home. I think, right? Yeah, it. yeah. And we're gonna we're talk about that movie and the Monuments Men mm-hmm. uh, for us uh, today when we talk about war because they both they both had talked. A... The theme was war. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, dealt with it, mm-hmm. and. Uh, in quite a different way. Well, and, and, you know, to tie it in with Valentine's Day, there's a saying that says, all is fair in love and war. <laughs> so mm. I'm not quite sure about that. But You keep trying to tie it I in. I do. I like you to don't tie need things to. in. But, but yeah, we, we had a lot of discussions driving. Oh, this morning. Okay, so we kind of had Valentine's Day three days in because a row. Because this is how you do it. You celebrate the day before so you can get into places for a lot less hassle mm-hmm. and then on the day of you stay home and have some fun there and then the next day you go out and look for 50 percent off deals yeah so okay i told rick i said i don't want you spending 20 30 dollars on on flowers they raise the rates for cut flowers so you know on valentine's you, day yes if, if you want to get your wife a bouquet of roses instead of Fourteen dollars. They're twenty five, thirty dollars. So, I said, "This is ridiculous. I don't want you buying me cut flowers." You don't bring me flowers. I mean, I I love flowers. You don't sing me love songs. Okay, I love flowers. They're one of my favorite things. But I don't like wasting a lot of money on cut flowers when you can go the day after. <laughs> And buy potted flowers. And we bought potted tulips, and we got a whole grocery cart full of potted tulips. For less are, than a bouquet. For less than you spend no, on a bouquet. No, but you don't know of half of it. We went to the first place, and they didn't have a markdown. Mm-hmm. So I just got back in the car. And we took then our we dog with to us, too. Then we went the second place. And then we, no, we went out for breakfast and had some breakfast and shared it with the dog. Yeah. Jade. She had such a good time. Didn't you, Jade? She's worn out. And then uh, we drove to another store, and uh, you stayed with Jade, and I went in to see if they had them marked down. And I got inside, and all the Valentine's stuff was 50% off, except for the potted plants. Mm -hmm. So I asked the cashier, I said, hey, is this going to be 50% off? She goes, no, it's not marked that way. They're probably, you know, they're just real pretty tulips and stuff. And I'm like... Because I didn't want to pay full price for them, mm-hmm. so I ended up looking around a little bit, and then, um, and then I saw some friends of ours that live out here. So we uh, we started oh, talking. Oh, and talking about gardening, their yard is. I've told them before. Like their yard is what I would like mine to be when it grows up. I mean, yeah. mine's kind of a hodgepodge, but theirs is just gorgeous, beautiful. Yeah. And they're both addicted to flowers like we are. Yeah. So they're standing in front of the flowers at the same time I am. And I look over, and here's one of the managers at Walmart. I just said where we went. And (laughs) she's got a sign. she got signs she's taping up, and it says, 50% off, just ask for this code at the register. She put it right on top of the tulips. So I filled up my cart and got uh, like 10 of them for, or seven or eight. I think there's like. Six or seven. Okay, well, yeah, I don't. Re- it was quite a bit, though. Yeah, they were marked half off, and and we and put them in my little window box out here. They they have we haven't taken them out of their pots yet. But. Not yet, but I don't want to traumatize them right now because they've been inside, and yeah. so I put them next. I hope to the, the wind house. doesn't blow them all the way tonight. Yeah, I think they're in there pretty snugly, but no, I meant the flowers off the flowers. Oh, mm, I think kind of a waste of money if I woke up and there was. Yeah. Tulip petals all over. Well, they're right next to the house, and they're under the eaves a little bit, so they're a little protected. Um, but I, I didn't want to take them out of the Meow. pots right now because... Meow. Okay, Rick, 
So I'm talking to the cat. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to traumatize them since they've been used to being inside. And to have them outside is enough trauma for them. Okay. And so I think I'm going to wait a while. But and then I bought some bird seed. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I bought little gifts for all, all of our kids because we're having a, a little party tomorrow. Yeah, and they're coming over. My mom and dad are going to be down. Of a, um, and I'm going to make yeah. my gourmet dish pepper steak. We're, we're doing family birthdays tomorrow. You know what pepper steak is? I do know what pepper steak is. It is fantastic. But we're celebrating tomorrow your dad's birthday. And we still haven't got together with your parents for Nathan and Catherine's birthdays right. either. So, Do you want the recipe for pepper steak? Um, I particularly don't, even though I do like the sauce. I don't like She's steak. so funny. Oh, that's okay. I won't eat it. And then what does she do? She eats two helpings of it. Without the steak. All right. So yeah. the, way, the way it works, you take green, red, and orange peppers, and you cut them mm-hmm. up into, like, slices. Mm-hmm. And onion, uh, sweet, don't forget your phone. And then sweet onions. What are you doing? Oh, nothing. What? I was just gonna read my Facebook while you talk, did the recipe, but go ahead. You put sweet onions and peppers in a skillet or a pan, mm-hmm. and then a little bit of olive oil, uh-huh. and a little bit of garlic, mm-hmm. and then you cut up strips of top sirloin, and you put those in, and one can of stewed tomatoes, and then you put that in there too. And then a sprinkle of sugar or Splenda or sweetener or whatever you want. Does stevia work? I, I would imagine. Or honey. Raw mm, honey. I don't think I would put honey in it. I like honey. And then you saute that mm-hmm. until it gets bubbly and starts to soften a little. <coughs> and then you pour about half a cup of soy sauce and a half a cup of Worcestershire sauce. Can't say it right. And season that. And then you put like a tablespoon of cornstarch in some water and you mix it up and you pour that in, mix it up in there. And then you put the lid on top of it and let it simmer for about a half hour. Do you think you could make some tomorrow with um, chicken breast instead of steak? I don't think I have enough burners, but you sure could. Hmm. It would definitely work. So it's anyway. It comes out, and you put it over rice or whatever. I like the sauce. I just and the sauce is we could bottle the sauce and make millions. Oh, the sauce tastes wonderful. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Anyway, it's so good. There's do not really any left. Paprika when we're done. in it. No, at I all? do not. Oh, the, okay. No, I do not. Hmm. But it tasted good. Yeah, and it's actually not it. too bad for you because the the steak that you yeah, use is pretty just, lean and there's, just and there's a not little, a whole lot of it yeah yeah it's mostly, it's mostly vegetables, vegetables and sauce with just a little bit but of that meat. sauce oh my gosh mm-hmm. it's not horrible it's got a lot of salt in it i think yeah because it doesn't soy sauce, sauce salty sauce. Yeah. yeah i don't know about worcestershire i don't know what it has yeah in it. i think it's pretty isn't it like salty oyster too. sauce and stuff i don't want to know i okay. think there's some anchovies that mm. i really don't want to know or else i won't eat it again so that's what I'm making tomorrow for our big birthday bash. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then mom's bringing, I found out today that instead of making the chocolate dessert, she decided she decided to make strawberry shortcake gluten-free. Oh, that'll be good. Yeah. So she's pretty excited about yeah. that. Yeah. Catherine likes strawberries. Yeah. So that should be yummy. Yeah. So we'll have a good time tomorrow. That should be fun. Yeah. That'll be good. Anything else happened this week for you, my dear? I've been busy working all week. Me too. Yeah. I bet we. I got the um, flower box painted. Yeah. And if anyone wants to see what the the flower box that we built and I painted this week looks like with the f- the tulips that Rick bought today, you could go to my Facebook page. Mm-hmm. That's Facebook dot com forward slash Rick or Amy dot Moyer. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's A M Y dot. M-O-Y-E-R. Correct. Yeah, so you can see that. Maybe you could put that picture on our... Um, I don't know if that would go with war. Probably not. <laughs> Probably I not. I like flowers better than I like war, though. Well, that's good. Yeah. Me too. So, so you don't have any other thing you want to talk about before we get into our subject? You know, I can't really think of anything. Just been busy working and today trying to get my house cleaned up and ready for company, company. tomorrow 
All right. Which as soon as we get done with the podcast, I'm going to need to go back to cleaning. <laughs> okay, we'll be right back with our subject for this week. Hold on. Do you know what that's from? Liquid Peas. My Liquid Peas album, yes. I like that I did album. one called Liquid Peas where you just take peas and you put them <laughs> in a blender. and and. That's called Split Pea Soup. <laughs> no. Yeah, so uh, that, was a, that was a cool song that I did. I put the microphones outside in the rain and then took the water hose because it wasn't loud enough, the rain wasn't, mm-hmm. and put it on spray on the nozzle and into a five-gallon bucket. Mm-hmm. And so when you listen to it, you and the thunder was um, it was a thunderstorm, but you couldn't hear the thunder really well. Mm-hmm. So I put can thunder on it for my keyboard. So now I just ruined it all for everybody's listen. It's actually my garden hose in stereo. never know would you wait till the thunder hits ready if you listen really carefully you can hear cars going down the lane a car will drive by every once in a while um, the dog would run really close to him. Get, get. You don't hear me say it, but she she almost ruined the recording a few times. Quite cool. Well, today I was in Catherine's old room, which is our guest room now, and well, I was. The and then I'll turn it. Anyway, then I just played keyboard over the top of it. You can get the entire album if you want. Just by emailing me and I'll mm-hmm. set you up with it. Is it on iTunes? No. You don't have Liquid Peace? No, this is the project I did for a yoga lady uh, over in Australia. And she gave me permission if I wanted to, to uh, sell it. I could, but I can't put it on iTunes because it's hers. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, it it's yeah. You sold it to her, but she said if we wanted to sell it to friends or in our community or whatever, we could. We yeah. could. So um, now I was gonna say mm-hmm. that sounded so realistic because um, you're in your daughter's bedroom, her old bedroom, which is our guest room now, and I was making up the bed in there today right. and. When I got done, I thought, oh, my back could use a rest, and I just had made this beautiful bed. So I laid down on the pillows and rested for a minute, and the rain, you really hear it really loud on her side of the house. It's kind of the side the weather hits a lot. She's not on that side of the house anymore? Yeah, she's on the, the other opposite side. opposite side now. But um, it's really noisy. It always has been really noisy on her side, and... And so I laid there, and I heard the rain just like that. I was like, wow, it's kind of cool. Oh, boy, that's deep. <laughs> well, and her the little bed, it's just a little single bed. It was right by the window, too. So the head of the bed's right next to the window, so you really hear it. We're all going to fall asleep because I played that mellow music. It yeah, wasn't very exciting. And I'm, I'm talking about 
sitting on a bed and listening to the rain. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So why don't we talk about our subjects this week? Okay. So subject. We we saw two movies this week, which it's it's very rare for us. We did we just did this a couple weeks ago though. We watched two movies. Yeah, but this is kind of odd, but mm-hmm. it's kind of the middle of winter. I'd rather be out gardening, but we've been having rainstorm after rainstorm. It was Valentine's Day. Yeah, so... I wanted to go see RoboCop. <laughs> and I wanted to go see that Winter's Tale. Mm-hmm. So we But it was Thursday. That was the one bad thing is the movie wasn't out. Yeah. <coughs> RoboCop was, none but you the, didn't. None of the sappy love stories were out till the next day, which right. really hurt your feelings, I can tell. No, I wasn't too upset about it. So we compromised, and we We had heard that Monuments yeah, Man was our, good. Our oldest son went mm-hmm. and saw it, and he's a very critical moviegoer. So he said, Mom, you'll like this movie. So. Well, it was it was based on a true story. So now, if you plan on going to see Monuments Man, we're going to talk about it. So just so you know, and there might be some spoilers in it. One thing I have to So if you don't like say, that, can you wait for a second? Okay. So, so uh, if you if our if you don't want any spoilers, then you probably want to fast forward. Now, can I say what I want? Yeah, to say? of course this you can. I just really I was have, trying to finish a thought. It doesn't have anything to do with the plot or our subject exactly, but this I think was the first time that the director, who is also one of the stars, um, George Clooney, George Clooney, directed a, a major film. And I have to say, I was very impressed with the way it was directed. I was impressed with the cinematography. It's a little deceiving, though, because on the previews, it makes it look like a comedy. Which... Because I, they have all these really funny people. Bill Murray's in it. Mm-hmm. John Goodman's in it. Mm-hmm. Um, several different people. Um Matt Damon's in it. Which it wasn't a comedy, but it had... Comedic its, moments. It's... And I think it reminded me a little bit of Star Trek on how... Okay, the reason I'll tell you what it reminded me of, MASH. Yeah, but... Yeah, kind of like that. How MASH or Star Trek, they both had kind of morality plays where Mm -hmm. they talked about serious things. They experienced serious situations, but they had that little bit of levity in there Mm -hmm. that made it so when you went away, you weren't like in total shock right and and when i went away from the movie even though it dealt with war even though it dealt with death and the horrible things that hitler did you're talking to the side of your mic by the way the horrible things that hitler did to the jewish community and to christians and other ethnic groups too um even though it dealt with some really heavy subjects Mm -hmm. i felt the way it was directed and the way it was portrayed even though it had some heaviness to it i think you went away contemplative but at the same time not totally bummed out yeah it wasn't like pearl harbor i remember that movie bummed me out it bummed you out more than it did me but i like historical fiction maybe a little bit more than you do well yeah so, so the premise of the movie is mm-hmm. um, this guy who's an officer in the military. Mm-hmm. I don't remember which branch. Maybe the army. I can't Probably remember. Probably the army. Anyway, he uh, goes to the president and he says, you know, Hitler is stealing all of the artwork in Europe and, you know, amassing this huge collection and we need to go get it back so it doesn't get this. And... You know, our 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 folks are bombing these different places, and it's ruining the artwork and ruining priceless the cathedrals things. and the bridges, the architecture. <coughs> right, and so and the artwork. He asked to assemble a team and take them over there with him, mm-hmm. and try to save some of the artwork and find out where it's gone. And so the movie is basically that, and mm-hmm. it's it was done in such a way that. Um, and I don't think that's really a huge spoiler because if they see no. any trailers, they would yeah. get that idea. They're basically was, were going to save the art. So there are like seven, seven people about that that they went on missions to try yeah. to. And a couple of them actually and, die, and, so it was kind of sad. Well, that is a spoiler. Well, yeah, it yeah. is. But um, I think the most um, 
I think the most poignant parts of it for me was when um, when the deaths happened. <coughs> but also, I think there was one scene that was the was the grossest one, and it was the hard to handle. And that's when uh, they had found a stash of art, and they were going they were cataloging and everything, and then they found these barrels full of gold. And they're the spoiler alert. So they're reaching through, and the the commander puts his hand in and pulls up all this gold and goes, "Wow, what is all this?" And then they realize that they're they going. They took a closer look, and they were gold teeth. Gold teeth yes. fillings and stuff from the Jews. That that was probably Ugh. the most gut turning, yes, nauseating part. When you re- well, when you realize, you know, how many people was it? Seven million people that well, six million at six least. Million? Yeah, that we know. Yeah, of. that were killed like in concentration camps, and there's many more. So it was just really interesting to see that. Um, I don't know. There, uh, what we were talking today because there's a, there's a in the Ender's Game, the the way they look at war is so different. That, I mean, kind of. Some of the characters look at it the same way as what we were experiencing. Okay, that so way. well, we were talking about the way they handled the war situations in this this movie the, about the artwork, um, mm-hmm. the Monument Men, and it and it, it was it was sobering, and it was because of the evil that they witnessed mm-hmm. of all that death and everything, and the you know stealing the artwork in itself being stolen. It was bad enough. But when they realized the loss of life and all the Jewish well, people that it was and, stolen from, and there were <clears throat> there were big warehouses full of of um, households full mm-hmm. of furniture and art and pots and pans and people's whole lives. Yeah, they were confiscated from them and and, and just left, just piled up in warehouses. Yeah, and so. I think, for me, the aspect of war that was talked about in The Monuments Men was just really about hatred and injustice of how someone could be. One person can do mind control and manipulation to a whole society to to make genocide happen. And I pointed out that it wasn't just one person. Even though Hitler was the one that led, um, he still had to have people that agreed with him and went along. Mm-hmm. And that's another really interesting aspect if you think about it. You know, war only works or or the destruction and the evil like that only works if you can convince people to do it with you. Because one man can do some damage, but a whole army of people can do but one horrible, of, horrible one damage. one of the things that the Nazis did though was they started getting children from the time they were very young and taking them kind of out of homes out of religious organizations and they started just brainwashing them from a very young age about the glory of this third rate rake or whatever right right <laughs> um, the third rake would be the one i have out in the shed yeah, okay but i'm just saying they 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 just put all this propaganda to brainwash these children from a very young age and you know they're and hitler promised that there would that he would do away with unemployment which he pretty much did that he would improve the economy, which he did. Sure, by stealing all that stuff. That he would provide education. And I think that's one of the things that on our podcast, we don't get political. And we're not going to get political right now. But I'm just saying that we need to take a look and ask ourselves, what's the cost? Of what? If someone is promising... That they'll help us financially, that they're going to help us with our our children and with their education. I we need to count the cost. Are they are they taking well? I don't a, think that are he, they taking away our rights to think independently? Sure. And, well, criticize. But I don't think I think Hitler was de- deceived the people. I don't think that that if you looked on the outside, he what he was doing was good. But when you got underneath it, that's when... I mean, seriously, crazy mm-hmm. dictator people, narcissists and mm-hmm. psychopaths, 
they don't stand up and say, I'm a narcissist. I'm a psychopath. Do what mm-hmm. I tell you to do. They actually, they are charming well, and they are deceptive and they get you to believe something that isn't true. And I heard this, I remember reading an um, article about Napoleon too, how Napoleon, when he came in, he was like, I'm for the people. I'm for the, un, you know, the small, everyday Joe, you know, the, the little people. And he was all for helping the everyday person do better and to have rights. And, you know, he was he was the everyday person's hero. And then all of a sudden <laughs> he was killing people he didn't like right and left and you know mm-hmm. i mean it, it changed and you know perhaps hitler came across that way too like hey i'm gonna help help you help your economy let's do this let's do that and you know for a while you know napoleon was um helpful for the economy and hitler was helpful for the economy but there's more well, to life than it. just the economy war is actually good for economies some economies yeah, I mean, it, it creates business. I mean, here in the United States during World War II, there was very little unemployment because the men were off fighting at war to such a huge degree that most of the women had to go, you know, work in factories to build the airplanes and the and the guns and, the, you know, bombs and, bombs the, yeah. and the parachutes and, mm-hmm. you know, so, yeah. I you know it, it gets everyone working. Well, I was doing a, a project for this <laughs> this history these history folks this week, uh-huh. and they were talking about uh, one of the history songs had to do with um, um, one of the things that got us out of the Great Depression in the United States was the war. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, kind of weird. It it is. But it is interesting if you look at the collapse of the economy and stuff. When you look at all these different things, most of the time the the evil in the world is caused by greed Mm -hmm. and power. People wanting power and wanting the riches and the money and the power. Mm -hmm. And that seems to be the ultimate when it comes to war. Well, That's why people go to war. There's a scripture that says, What profits a man if he gains the whole world, yet loses his soul? So that's what I was thinking about counting the cost, you know, with with the different wars and the power struggles and the economic Some, struggles. Yeah. You know, what what's the cost? <coughs> what's well, the cost? How many young soldiers die that really had nothing to do to be to start the war? Well, it's like 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 the war in um, Afghanistan, Iraq, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, when you get right down to it, there was way more to that than just getting back at the terrorists. Yeah. By far, there was money and power involved, and and um, but you know some wars are fought over injustice. Mm-hmm. When and... an evil man is trying to, or you know, evil people are trying to do a certain thing, then other people stand up and say, "No, we won't allow this." Well, and with Saddam Hussein in Iraq, you know, he had bombed, you know, used chemical warfare on like hundreds of thousands of his own people. I don't think Kurds. it was hundreds of thousands. but Well, he wiped out whole villages in yeah, the north. It wasn't hundreds of thousands. Mm, okay. I don't think so. But there was a lot of It was of bad. People. It was a lot of people. I mean, to kill even one person with yeah, a chemical weapon would true. be bad. And I know it was thousands of people. But it's it's, it's just interesting because we were talking about would we, you know, ourselves, the question is asked of us, would would you defend your children? Would you would you kill somebody to stop them from killing you or your or your wife or your kids? You know, that's a good question. Yeah. And, you know. Sometimes people can be seen as warmongers or people that really support. But then again, there's like with Hitler, we couldn't stand to let him do what he was doing. It was wrong. Mm -hmm. So there was, you know, so we fought back. Now, now we're going to flip around here to Ender's Game, which is a made up story. Mm-hmm. About a and it's totally science fiction, yeah. futuristic right thing. It's completely totally, different. So we we the first movie we watched about war was was you a, know, a, based on a true story, and it was 
a historical fiction of our past. Right. Okay. This is a futuristic of well, a possible. Well, part of it was nonfiction, honey. What? Wasn't it part of it? Oh, the one. Well, yeah, historical fiction is kind of. It wasn't absolutely fact. Right, but, but it I was mean, based on a true story. It was based on right. okay. something. That Ender's happened. Game was not based on a true story. No, total fiction. Right. Science fiction. But but basically, there was a race of beings that had tried to colonize Earth, but found that it was populated, mm -hmm. and so there was this big, huge war, and they finally somehow they they got rid of the creatures. And um, years they, later, they pushed them back to their home world. Right. Years later, there was reports that they were amassing a fleet again, and so the Earth was scared they were going to come back and do it again. Mm -hmm. So instead of letting that happen, um, they went on the offensive and went out to strike first. And so it goes along this this kid that's a savant. You know, and, and really good at strategy and stuff. And the movie surrounds, you know, young children that are um, that are bred to be warriors and and well, they, strategists. Yeah. And, they test all the children and see right. who are who are naturally gifted at certain. And things. basically, they're 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 born to go to war and defeat the enemy. Mm -hmm. And so the whole the whole thing goes, and then you see the. Um, you know, you see, basically it's all generic and it's all sterile and there's never any real, you don't ever see any real death until um, the very, well, I'm not going to spoil it all, but let's just say this. In the end, there's this twist and then, and then one of the characters has to deal with what they've done. Mm -hmm. And in this case, it was... The main character. They weren't. He wasn't sure if he was right or wrong on this. And mm -hmm. the premise of the movie, they have this this saying that says, right, right at the very, very beginning, beginning, it says, it says, in order to def def defeat one's enemy, one must know must know their enemy, and to know their enemy is to love your enemy. Yeah, whatever. Basically, it's not word for word, but no. that was the gist of it. And and I didn't agree with that, but um, you have to know your enemy in order to, to, to defeat them. And I didn't think you... that that was biblical, but uh, I just didn't. Th I didn't like that whole premise. But anyway, long story short, basically, it made the person that was going to head up this big attack and destroy this race of beings. Um, it made him question if he should or not, because they really hadn't communicated with them. They were basically the. I mean, I the overall feeling I got from the movie was, you should communicate with your enemies better, to find out why they're your enemies and are they really your enemies before you go and and Try kill to them, wipe them out. Yeah. And and I understand that, and that's idealistic, mm -hmm. you know, to think, you know. But and I and I would imagine that in in our lifetime, most of the time there's communication before you go and annihilate a you know bunch of people, but. I don't know. Anyway, it was just really interesting to try and say, well, both sides are equally, you know, have a right to life and they're just trying to protect themselves just like we are and blah, you know, and you go back and forth with that whole thing. So on one movie, it was there was an evil and we have to get rid of it because he's done these horrible things. Mm -hmm. And in the other movie, it was there's an evil because we're scared of him, but we don't really know why they're doing this, but we're going to kill him anyway. Mm -hmm. And and then somebody else was like, "Well, are you sure they're evil and we're not the ones that are evil?" And then that whole dilemma of that moral dilemma comes involved. Well, when, so it was a really different way. When it, we were talking about this in the car, is it this morning? Yeah. <laughs> I said, "Well, what about your one of your favorite movies from way back in the uh, day?" Yeah. There is a movie that you really love called Enemy Mine. Yeah. And it was basically an alien and a human get crash on crash a planet. Crash on a planet. The alien is going to have a child, mm -hmm. and the alien dies, and the human ends up raising, raising the child. The child, the enemy child, the enemy's child, and, and becomes friends. And well, and he actually kind of becomes friends with the alien before the alien dies. Yeah. And and the alien actually 
teaches his whole genealogy to him and his language to him and stuff so that he can teach it to his child because he knows he's So in the end, the enemy wasn't his enemy, it was his friend. And and then basically the child was his son. He kind of ended up adopting the child. Right. And so it it was one of those instances where, okay, now being a Christian or a someone who you know believes in god mm -hmm. and looks to the bible for inspiration what do you think about when jesus says to love your enemies i don't think he was i i don't i mean i think that's there's a lot read into that when when he says that a lot of people will take it different ways and is it loving your enemies to kill them <laughs> or to be mean to them or I, you know, it's, it's a really, it's a really tough thing. You know, I can, well, I know some people that are believers that are pacifists and they mm -hmm. will, they will not take a life. Yeah. So if push came to shove, they would give up their life instead of, you know, and that's been taking something hard for me. But is that what the Bible says? Well, you know, there there's so many different scriptures. I know Jesus said to love your enemies and to pray for those who persecute you. Mm -hmm. That's what Jesus said. And yet there were times where, you know, he talks about there will be times to take up a sword. And he talked about in the Old Testament, it was full of war. I mm -hmm. mean, to the extreme. But there was a time that Jesus was in the garden right before he was crucified. And um, Peter goes, and when the soldiers came to take Jesus, to take him to trial, um, Peter took a sword and cut off a soldier's ear. And Jesus went and healed the man's ear and um, told Peter, come on now, you know, this is God's will for me to go up to be tried and no i know. think he said if you live by the sword you'll, you'll die, by, die the sword. by the sword but he healed the man's ear and he went willingly to trial right um but let's just throw this out here mm -hmm. if let's say you're in a in a place where they persecute people that have faith yeah at that point in time do you pray for your enemies or do you hide or do you shoot them so they don't kill you and your family <laughs> that's a good question Jesus says to pray for those who persecute you. So you're supposed to just let them kill everybody. You know, that's a, that's a hard thing to think about. I know during World War II, one of my heroes, uh, a lady named Corey Ten Boom, um, she hid and rescued many Jewish people. They hid them in their house. Her mm -hmm. family did. And she ended up going to a concentration camp with her sister and her father her sister and father didn't make it out they died um she lived through it and later at one of her meetings she recognized a man there who had been one of her jailers <sighs> and she went up to him and said i forgive you it wasn't easy, you know, and, and the odd thing is, is she, um, when she was in there, somehow she snuck in a little New Testament and would read it to the fellow um, prisoners. And the only reason she was able to do that is because their barracks that they slept in were so infested with fleas and lice that the guards didn't like going in them. And so she said, you know, every day they thank the Lord for the fleas and the lice because it allowed them to worship God and study his word and share her faith with the other prisoners. She didn't you didn't know from day to day if you would be alive, you know. So a lot of people in there were looking for hope. I don't know how easy that would be. I, I don't know. 
it's it's really a hard thing because you know do you do you let evil continue or do you yeah, stop it you and know? if and if you have to stop it by ending a life do you do that it's kind of like well we've never really had an, an episode about capital punishment yeah. um but um do you, you know the death penalty do you if someone is taking a life do you take their life so that they don't take any more lives you know, the, in the Old Testament, it was, you know, I, I go through, I try, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much up to date right now. Um, I'm current with my going through the Bible in one year. Some years I do better than others, but at this moment I'm up to date and I've been going through the Old Testament and I just, you know, in the Old Testament it says an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, you know, and that's a very common sense of justice if someone does you wrong you know they need to pay pay you back you know they need to get what's coming to them and you know that there's a sense of of karma or you know what you sow you will reap and and while that's true in some aspects of life you know that if you sow hatred you'll probably get hatred back there's something also in the bible you know, in the Old Testament, but even more so in the New Testament, called grace and called mercy. And and Jesus really taught a lot. And and also into the the letters to the churches when Paul and different ones of the apostles or disciples of Jesus were teaching, they taught a lot about grace about unmerited favor favor that you don't deserve mercy that you don't deserve and, and this has to do with you were saying <coughs> if someone does something wrong you know if they if they kill someone you kill them you know and I, i'm saying in the old testament under jewish law it is an eye for an eye a tooth for tooth if you kill you're going to be killed and yet in the New Testament, Jesus talks a lot about grace and mercy. And that he, even though we were the sinners, that he died for us. He was the one who gave his life to pay for our sins. Okay. And so there's a lot of talk about grace and mercy I think these are complicated questions. And, you know, I can't say one way or another. Personally, if I was told by my government, you need to be part of this war, I personally would say, you know, I will do my best to help my fellow man. Can I do that? Helping wounded soldiers. Can I do that? Cooking for people. Personally, I don't want to shoot people. Right. That's me. Right. Now, as a man, if you had a, someone coming into the house that was raping your daughter, would you shoot them if you had a gun or, or hit them over the head with a bat? I might do that. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if someone was coming into my house and hurting my children um, there's a saying, you don't want to get between a mama bear and her cub, you know. And so I, I really don't know if I had a choice not to hurt another human being. I would personally not want to hurt another human being. Um, but if I see someone being hurt, it's wrong not to do anything to help them. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and that's... The Bible also says that we do not rejoice in injustice. Mm -hmm. And um, <coughs> we actually had a friend that spent some time in India helping. He was kind of <laughs> um, working undercover to help locate um, sex trafficking rings, um, prostitution rings, um, slave labor organizations and they would find out about them and then try to rescue the victims of those things mm -hmm. and it was was it called the 
I don't remember something it, for injustice. But anyway, um, you know, there is injustice in the world and and it's right to want to step in and, and help the victims to free the victims of that. Um, you know, war is a complicated issue. I mean, ideally, we would have no wars. And yet, Jesus told his disciples there will be wars and rumors of wars. And part of that, I guess, is human nature. And until greed is done away with, until a lust for power and is done away with, um, as long as those inherent human evils are here, there's probably going to be wars and rumors of wars just like Jesus said there would be. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a big subject. I it's a huge subject. <laughs> and I don't know if we really... I, I don't think that... I think there have been many theolog theologians and philosophers and politicians and people that have worked decades on these subjects and haven't really come to conclusions either. Yeah. But um, I think... I think personally, it's good to try, like Jesus said, to do your most to live at peace with all men mm -hmm. and to love your neighbor as yourself. And I, I think the more we we do that to to love and treat people humanely and kindly, the, the less um, problems we will have in this world. But and, and I think if you see an injustice, you need to stand up for what's right and take care of it. The only problem with that is that it, it always costs you something. Yeah. Sometimes you get hit I, I was very idealistic before it cost us something. Yeah. And then when, you know, everything kind of like falls apart. Well, you look at a lot of people throughout history that tried to make a difference many of them didn't make well they made a difference they made a difference but if you look at the 12 disciples of christ only one lived to old age yeah you know so they were going on doing what jesus said in his great commission where he said go into all the world <coughs> and preach the gospel tell them the good news and so they did that. They went out and told people the good news. It wasn't always well received. <laughs> and, yeah. and you know, when you look at, we just had Martin Luther King Day recently. He was shot. Um, a lot of people who have tried to stand up and make a difference have paid dearly. Yeah. Have paid often with their lives. Yeah. Um, for saying hey this is unjust yeah and but it still doesn't it mean we're not don't stand up it's just yeah. be prepared because things are never going to be the way you think they are <laughs> there there may be a cost for you there always the is right a cost. no i there, it's not a matter of maybe yeah there's always a cost for standing for what's right yeah well i was talking about Corey ten boom you know she went to prison mm -hmm. and some of her family who went to prison with her didn't make it out of prison. Yeah. They died in prison. Yeah. And so there's a cost. Um, Boy, we're exciting, aren't we? I know. I'm sorry. Isn't this encouraging everybody? But you know what? Who would, I don't know. I When I go to meet my maker, would I rather say, you know, I was part of the problem or would I rather say I was part of the solution? Uh, that was a good question right there. I know how to answer that one. Okay. I want to be part of the solution. I don't want to be part of the problem. Yeah. And I think the solution is to love people. And care about people. Yeah. Yeah. Love God and love others. That's we, what Jesus We could go on and on and on about this subject, but we're not going to. Okay. <laughs> we would like to know from you what you think. You should You should send us an audio comment or you should write us a note. And we'll read it or talk about it on the program. That would be cool. We still have yet for anybody to send us anything on the $10 challenge. We need to hear from everyone. Yeah. If you did it, I want to know what happened. We want to share it. You don't have to tell your name. Just send us what happened and what you were feeling. And I would really like to be able to talk about that. Yeah. That so, um, yeah. So thank you for joining us. I, I, we probably stirred up more things than we did, but we, <laughs> we highly recommend the Monuments Men. 
And um, and, I, and thought I thought Ender's, Ender's Game, Game was good. Was good I too. have a couple of friends that didn't like it, but uh, well, now my daughter has read the book. She didn't like it because it was different than the book. Well, you know, we don't need to go into that. Yeah, as any time, they have to take so much out of the yeah. story from yeah. the book to make it into. You're a squeezing hour hours movie. and hours of reading into an, an hour, hour and, and a half, half. movie. Yeah. It's not going to work. Yeah. yeah, but I thought they did. They got the gist of it, though. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Um, anything else? No, we just really like to hear from our listeners. We would too. You know, I hate to say this, but we didn't have a, a program last week, and only one person noticed, at least that we know of. That only one person contacted. S- said us anything about to us it. about yeah. it. They said, "Are you going to have a podcast this week?" And I said, "You know, we're we're thinking about doing a midweek one, and then we never did it." So yeah. Thank you, Sean, for noticing. Yeah, and some other people might have noticed too, but we so didn't now you know hear how famous you. how famous we really are. <laughs> but we do love hearing <laughs> from you, even if it's just two of you. But um, you can contact us at Rick at takenwithyou.com or Amy at takenwithyou.com. You can also get a hold of us at our Facebook accounts, um, facebook.com forward slash Rick Moyer. Or facebook.com forward slash amy.moyer. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you. What's that? You're lo- you're looking at me funny. Oh, you want me to pray. Oh, that's funny. She's doing hand signals. Yeah. Sure, we can pray. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for each and every one of our listeners. And uh, Lord, this is such a hard subject to talk about. But um, we just ask for your grace. And we also ask, Lord, for wisdom on how to deal with these kind of things and, and uh, you know, what to think and how to love people the way that you want us to love people. That's our prayer. And I just pray that you would uh, help anybody that's going through a rough time right now, Lord, and uh, give them peace, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And this has been what? a Moyer Multimedia LLC production, copyright 2014. All rights reserved. She did that whole thing by pointing at me. Now, why would you point at me when you said that? Because I love you. Okay. Well, I'll point at you and tell you, I love you. <laughs> I just pointed at And, her. you know, I said it's a Moyer Multimedia LLC production. And guess who the chairman and president and CEO and pretty much most of the staff Jade, is? Jade Moyer. No, you are. <laughs> We'll have to do. We'll have to talk about our taxes. I'm the next unemployed. Time. We, we didn't talk about taxes. No. <laughs> no. So next time we'll tell you what happened with our taxes for our business. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was actually kind of cool. I, yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, not cool, yeah. but yeah, better than we thought. Yeah. Well, no. No. <laughs> but we'll hey, explain later. Yeah. Okay. Thanks everybody for joining us. Hope you have a great week. And Jade, why don't you say? Somebody here. Jade said goodbye. All right, everybody. Have a great day. Okay, bye. bye.